Welcome back to Walker in the Wastes. It's been four days since Samantha Harrow's tragic death from pneumonia um, in mysterious circumstances. The local police have ruled it a murder, especially after uh, Alexander Anderson confronted the man he thought responsible and found all of these weird occult stuff in his house. Did, did the local did the local newspaper report the death as harrowing? They didn't. But no. the editor, the, the son would have. The editor thought about it. Uh, the reporter wrote it, but the editor said no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've all had a few days. Elwood, you've just arrived back at the hotel this morning, and everyone else, you've all been in, you've all been informed that Doctor Barrow would like to see you. Uh, in the private room he's hired on the ground floor. And Naveen, you are currently with Dr. Barrow. He oh. has hired you after a brief interview and some telegrams to your references. Uh, what name? To... Sorry, just to be clear for notes. Naveen. Naveen, Naveen. Rouchard. Naveen Rouchard. Oh, not retard. Right. Got it. <laughs> well, that, that remains to be seen. <laughs> you have been hired by Dr. Barrow to replace his poor, dearly departed Mrs. Harrow as an emergency filler for his expedition team. Um, but he's asked you to sit in this morning so you can both meet everyone and listen to what he has to say. Question. Yeah. Did anyone actually know that Sam's other half was on their way? Dr. Barrow did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dr. Barrow has had some awkward conversations with her already. I wasn't sure if any of us even knew that she existed. No, I don't think Victor did. No, I don't think so. Um, no. You all arrive at the private dining room that Dr. Barrow has uh, hired. He looks... He looks tired. He's sitting in a chair with a... And describe yourself, Yinks. Um, Naveen is about five foot seven, um, shoulder length, auburn brown hair. I'm currently held back from her face. It's kind of loose, um, light curls. She's relatively well built. She's got a slight tan from obviously being outside. Um, but she's surprisingly well-dressed for someone who you'd assume would be meant to be perhaps a replacement for Sam. Um, very starkly different. Um, she's wearing a midi dress with a, a belt around the waist, tight, sensible shoes, um, and she's currently leafing through a notebook where she's just been taking some notes from something that um, the doctor has been saying before you've come in. Um, but she's sat cross-legged, or with one leg crossed over the other, I'm in a chair across from the doctor. Um, Dr. Barrow asks you all to take a seat. Are we all I arriving, at the, are we all arriving at the same time? Yeah, you've all arrived within a couple of min uh, seconds of each other. Oh. Unless you weren't going to turn up. Yeah, of course I'm going to turn up. The end. The doctor has a pile of stuff on the table next to him. Um, he looks at you. Oh, thank you, everyone, for coming. I know 
the last four days have been a little bit hectic and unpleasant. Um, hmm. For now, I'm suggesting we place our expedition on hold, but before we take any more steps, I'd like to introduce Naveen, who will be joining us. Um, she has some of the skills that we are now lacking as Sam has left us, but I also have Miss Harrow's will that her final request would be that it be read out to you, her expedition companions, in the occurrence of something bad happening. Hmm. I've already spoken with Miss Harrow's uh, next of kin uh, regarding this document, so I can now read it out to yourselves. Um, I, Samantha Beatrice Harrow, being of sound mind and body, do hereby leave the following as my last will and testament. I name my good friend and fellow devotee of the wilds, Elwood Hamilton, as my executor. Times man of the year. <laughs> Time man of the Fine year. Man. Time man. I did almost <laughs> write that in the will, but it would not break <laughs> a little bit. This document has been placed in the care of Dr. Barrow, with a copy held by my legal representatives in London and the university at which Dr. Barrow is employed. I hereby bequeath the entirety of my estate to the one and only one who cracked the icy shell in which I have for so long enshrouded myself, Catherine Fairview. I leave everything to her. This includes my claims to the Harrow estates, which were, in turn, passed to me by direct and fully legal transfer by my father upon his death. My mother and sister should be given necessary support to allow for a modest life. I shall leave the details of this entirely in Catherine's hands. I would ask that any expeditionary belongings are distributed to my colleagues. In the event that my death comes during an expedition, it would only be proper that, 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 that what tools and aid I can offer continue to serve even when I myself cannot. To my colleagues, Elwood Hamilton and Victor Harvey, I trust that the two of you will do what is necessary in order to prevent the horrors which we have. I can't actually read that next word. My apologies. I chose a freaky font. It's a good font. <laughs> I, I just thought we were going to do one of those cool movie moments where the narrative is actually Sam. I was tempted to record it. <laughs> I like on a gramophone. Play this yeah. play this record. <laughs> <laughs> to prevent the horrors which we ourselves we have ourselves witnessed bringing harm to those we love. With this in mind, I would ask that you go through my journal. I have included within it the details of which my own research has turned up over the past several years. I warn you that I have described, drawn and translated should not be examined without the full knowledge of the risks. <laughs> two of all people will understand how we must at times take harm upon ourselves for the greater good and the reprieve of dire need. I wish you both the best and that the ice be kind and in the snow light. Think of me in better times. With regards to the treatment of my earthly remains, I ask if at all possible that I be cremated as far north as is reasonable possible. I have no wish to be placed in the graying mausoleums of my forefathers. 
let me rest as I live, free and in the open air. And then there is a private message here to Catherine, which I will not read out. It is then signed Lady Samantha Beatrice Harrow. He slides his copy of the will across to Nathan. I've already spoken to uh, Miss Fairview. Uh, she is staying in Halifax for the time being. But my current proposal is that I will give these books into your hat care, Elwood and Victor, as requested by Samantha. Uh, then we will then load Samantha's remains aboard the Francesca. We shall fly to Fairbanks to drop off the majority of our gear. And then, if Alexander can plot us a course, we will fly as far north as it's possible to go in the Francesca to carry out her last wish. Yep. This sounds, sounds like sounds a noble fine. cause. And upon our return to Fairbanks, we will pick up our investigation. It is quite clear now that someone murdered Samantha in an attempt to stop our investigation into the Eve. And if not that, then other oddities that are going on here in the North. But it's uh, my proposal that we take the rest of the day to prepare to move to Fairbanks. And then tomorrow, Alexander will fly us to Fairbanks. And then the day after that, we will fly as far north as Alexander's plane can take us. It's at this point I lean over to Victor and whisper, were we supposed to make wills? I, I lean back over and go, probably if you have enough to actually be worth giving anyone. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I nod solemnly. Solemn nods all around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he slides a book across the table to you, Victor. It's entitled Wondrous Intelligences. I accept the book. It's a good book. He slides another book across the table Consum. to you, uh, Elred. Yay, book. It's called True Magic. Oh, no. <laughs> And then he slides that, you know that notebook that uh, Sam was always writing in? He slides yep. that across the table to you both. Oh. I guess we should probably pour over Sam's um, notebook together at some point soon. Agreed. Elwood. So, yes. um, with that in mind... Um, Naveen, can I leave you in Carissa's care? Uh, it would be useful if you could arrange the transport of any of our belongings here in the hotel to the airfield, so we may depart for Fairbanks as soon as possible. Of course, Miss, um, Doctor, it should not be a problem. Um, I also need to avail myself of a doctor before I, uh, we head off, but it shouldn't be too difficult uh, a task. Um... Is everything well? Just a um, uh, small injury that I sustained on the way back from Fairbanks, but it um, it shouldn't plague me too much for too long. Oh, oh, good. Uh, well, hopefully you'll be able to rest it as we're flying to Fairbanks. 
Uh, Naveen is a local who's stationed out at Fairbanks, which is why oh. I accepted her onto our team. She knows the area. Um, Carissa, if I could leave you with Naveen. Uh, Alexander, I'd like to talk to you about plotting a route out onto the ice so we can bury Sam's body. Well, cremate it, as it were. Of course! Would it? Doctor, just, just to be clear, <laughs> would it not make more sense to actually have her remains cremated at a settlement and then scatter them as far I north as possible? I thought about that, but the will does specify she wished to be cremated as far north as possible. So, Sorry, yes. no. so legally, we are required to take her body still intact. That's, that's in fair. That's north. fair. Of course, Doctor. <laughs> Nothing wibbly will happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, he, Dr. Barrow stands up. Um, this room is available to us whilst we're here. Um, I've made arrangements with the hotel, so if you want to stay in here, do so. Alex, shall we talk in my room? I have some maps of northern Alaska that might help. Yes, let's... Let's go talk in your room. Uh, takes more brandy. Should you be drinking that at this time of the morning? Well, Actually, no. Forget I asked. Pour me a glass. It's 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 twelve <laughs> o'clock somewhere. <laughs> um, pours you a glass and brings the bottle. <laughs> okay. Um. Elwood, uh, Victor, are you staying in the room for now to have a look at your books? I think yes. Yeah, okay. it makes sense. Um, I will, I've given you all, you both three new handouts mm-hmm. in Mythos tomes. Yeah, I saw. Thank you. I shall leave you to have a quick peek. You might want to start with Sam's diary. It's full of spicy, exciting things. Uh, so uh. we should do the opposite of that then. <laughs> <laughs> just, just throw it on the fire. I, I'm not gonna lie. I just, I am not feeling confident about any of these books. So, um, <laughs> whatever, really. I mean, <laughs> Sam's diary. What's going to be in that other than her juicy dreams about Catherine's thighs? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Yinks's face. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, those are probably in this diary as well as your... Is is it just 20 pages of smut? Is that that what it is? It it, it reads like a raunchy lesbian version of Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) Wow. I mean, yeah, sure, I'll start with... I I, I say to her... Wait, 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 wait. wait. (laughs) We do do recognise this as the diary that that said Cat Insane, right? Uh, No, no... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do we? Tell me your intelligence. your intelligence at hard. I th- oh, Victor doesn't recognise it at all. Elwood, you do. This is the book she opened and showed a bit. Oh, you said it hard. That wasn't a hard success. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, you didn't really get a good look at the book. You all just saw the pictures you held up. Oh, no. <laughs> beyond the grave. <laughs> oh, why you do this? Well, I say we just read the diary, Victor. <laughs> yep. Yes, I, I agree. After all, if she's made any notes that will help us with these other things, they'll be in the diary. Exactly. 
party assassin. <laughs> we sit down and read Sam's diary together. Like chums. We get some brandy and we have a chummy mes- masculine morning reading Sam's diary. Okay, I'm just going to share some pictures. Oh, God. oh no. Oh no, why am I being shared this again? <laughs> I oh know, more pictures. Why does well, we already know the knocker, so that's fine. Also, why does it still have the note in there? It is clearly one <laughs> of the dark demons, the Lord went... Whoa! Oh, I've already seen that, bastard. I've those seen the, that. That's those cool. are the first three sketches you guys see as you open Sam's... Uh, Sam was busy. <laughs> so... So, Ifakwa we've already seen and in the flesh, so the sketch can't be as bad as that. No? Isn't Ifakwa what sent me wibbly? Wasn't... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was just... <laughs> wait, wait, the, but the, the drawing of the Yithian sent Cat insane, but seeing oh, the Yithian yeah, we're, didn't we're getting, send her insane. We're getting to that, obviously. We've saying. got that one as well. <laughs> I, I mean, that We're negotiating of... with the GM for as few sanity goals. <laughs> <laughs> My my apologies. There's only going to be one sanity roll. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Extreme. Please, please. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Victor. At least it wasn't Victor a crit. It wasn't even no. a much. But you can't luck, Sanny. So it, that's it. You lose two, Victor, just because seeing yeah. those three pictures. Elwood just is like, yeah, I've seen worse than this. He's just had his nice week of nut house, so <laughs> he's feeling nice and stable at the minute. Yeah, Victor's like, yeah, I talked this all out with the Doctor. They're just the crazy imaginings of Samantha's twisted mind, the dark witch that she was. Um, I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Well, I'll leave you two to read some books. Well, now we've got the scary pictures out of the way. <laughs> and I will start with, go back to Naveen and Carissa. Hmm. <clears throat> ah, Carissa, uh, was it? Um, was that your name? Sorry, I didn't quite catch it. Yes. Ah, well, um, I am Naveen Rushal. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, I I do obviously wish it was under better um, circumstances, but um, here we are. Yes, I I I I, I pull out a second glass and pour a, <laughs> a nice midday drink for two. See, I'm, that's um, I, I can understand that certainly sometimes things can become a bit too much to take in any other way, and a little bit of drink can um help get over it are you okay um i was hired to dig up some fossils i turn up here and find out i'm meant to be looking for some gigantic yeti bastard with six legs um and then there's a snowstorm and then i get stuck to a wall with a glacier and then a crazed pilot shoots someone in the back in front of me um, Naveen's and, eyes just getting a little bit wider with every word. Well, your psychology, and, Naveen. And now oh, you're here. And now you're here replacing someone who got killed in the middle of a field. So, um, yeah, drinking <laughs> is the best part of this week. 
<laughs> it seems to you that maybe Carissa has had too much alcohol. None of her stories seem the least bit believable. My dear, I, I, perhaps we should... Let's put work aside for now. I, it will not take me long to do much of the transfer of the goods that the doctor wants. How about we, you and I, we go and have a we go and have a chat by the bar, um, maybe with some water, orange juice, <laughs> cup of tea, <laughs> coffee, <laughs> gin and tonic. You say, excellent idea. Um, uh, it's a start. Come on, let's 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 talk about this some more. You obviously need um. You retire to the bar. Do you order the drinks? Uh, I, I order the drinks and I order a strong coffee, black, for both of us. And I also um, go to the barman just going, um, Monsieur, would it be possible to uh, just perhaps hold off on the, the alcohol for my my colleague here? And um, I could, you have a doctor in the hotel at all? Uh, not in the hotel, but I can summon one. But I, I'd appreciate it. And you notice, Chris, as you've made your way out and the others have been looking... Yes, Naveen walks with a sig- quite a significant limp at the moment. All right. Well, whilst Naveen is is distracted as well, the remaining uh, hefty double of uh, whiskey in my um, my glass, I pour into the coffee while she's not looking to Irish it up. <sighs> Get you to us. Uh, it's ensconced in the bar. Naveen is trying to keep the alcohol away from you. Trying. So, um, uh, have you? I, I hear your the plans of the group were to head to Fairbanks next. There seems to be the reason why the doctor hired me. Presumably, um, that's if that's even part of the plan. I mean, for all I know, there's another yeti that's even bigger. Um, but yes, yes. Once we've um, dealt with the uh, funeral rites. Um, who knows what's going to happen next? Honestly, I don't know, and I don't know what to believe after this. So, well, yes, um, you, you mentioned all sorts of. I mean, the the large yeti thing. I I kind of understand it. This, I, as I understand it, this is one of these. What is it? They called it yeek, yeek, yeek. I saw the reports about a, what a year ago. Um, but. But what do you mean by you, you said you were stuck to the wall by an avalanche? Does that mean were you outside? No, no. Uh, honestly, I can't explain it. There was that we we were in a house, and suddenly Alex was pulling a gun, and suddenly there's shouting and screaming, and I suddenly get stuck to the wall, and I'm freezing cold, like I've been hit with a glacier. Or I've been stuck out in a blizzard without a jacket, and mm. I can't move. And then suddenly, Alex is shooting someone in the back as they're mm. running away. And I, the, the man that was um, accused of um, murdering Sam, is that correct? Apparently, honestly, I, I, I don't know. All I know is um, we went round there to ask questions and. Before I knew it, everything was getting way out of hand, and then someone got shot. Well, if the police report is to be confirmed, and what I read in the news is correct, then I suggest perhaps this man had it coming. I... Some people are just assholes. Did the did the newspapers mention summoning big balls of ice and 
not screaming. Say more, more murder and shooting. That I think that was in the news, but um, not so much balls of ice and giant yetis. If 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 they're going to be that selective with the truth, who knows what's real? Well, in my experience, if you go a little bit, if the news reports everything that's real, then um, no one buys it. True. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna have another sip of my coffee here. I am. Um, I've I've got the barman to take a, keep an eye on you. I need to um go out on an errand and uh, see the doctor when he makes it here. Um, but I, I I'll check in on you later. You do what you need to do, my dear. I um. <laughs> If you ever need to talk, I, I, I obviously have not experienced everything you have with this group, but um, it's free, any time. And at that point, Naveen's going to get up and kind of hobble her way towards the door. Um, she's grabbing a coat um, that the, off of one of the um, coat hooks as she goes out, wrapping herself up and headed for the concierge. Yep, you see the doctor that you have asked to see. Um... And you make arrangements to transport Dr. Barrow's equipment to the airfield. Yep. Pretty easy. Um, meanwhile, Alexander. Yo! You have arrived at Dr. Barrow's uh, bedroom. He sits down in an armchair. There's papers and maps spread all over the tables. So, I know you've already worked out how to get to Fairbanks, Alexander. Um, the maximum range of the plane is what again? <laughs> uh, 14,000 uh, 1400 I believe give me, give me two seconds I'm literally just checking on my character sheet because it is written down uh, range uh, 1600 miles because yeah we added those extra thingies didn't we uh, we did indeed we did add those extra thingies those extra thingies well he, he looks at a map and he does some calculations in his head with... Okay. So, in my mind, that gives us enough range to land on the ice in the Arctic Ocean. Could you double-check my maths? Most assuredly. How do you check maths? Roll navigate. I roll the navigate. Where is my navigate? There's my navigate. Much navigate. Ha! <laughs> I so know precisely! <laughs> to the meter, in fact. Sorry. To the foot. To the yard. Yep. Um, you check the doctors. If you take nothing but fuel for the return journey, Sam's body, yourselves, and like um, some camping equipment, and the equipment needed to like cremate Sam... You could Is she remembering that I'm, I'm about two people? <laughs> With that extreme success, yes. Yes, he is. Uh, good, good. Uh, you could get out into the Arctic Ocean, which would be like as far north as you can possibly get and land on the ice. Set up a sort of uh, a burial pyre for Sam. You'd probably have to stay overnight to rest and then fly back. I relay that information. 
I actually did the maths earlier this afternoon. Yeah, it's because you're best GM. Maths. Oh. Oh, that's cool. So, do you think it's crazy for us to do this, Alexander? I mean, the plane's tricked out to land on the ice, so we should be able to fly up there, do this for Sam, and come back to Fairbanks? I mean, any flight is dangerous, but... uh... But but I'm not being stupid thinking that we can safely land on the ice, right? Um, Can I do a pilot's check to see... You'd have to roll me your piloting, yeah. And then your polar survival. Um, um, Where is is piloting? Uh, Yeah, they updated the character sheets and it's moved everything around a bit. I don't have piloting as a skill. What? what? Like at all? <laughs> oh my! I, I it's not. It's literally not on my sheet. So I have a oh, yeah, there's a blank section called pilot skills, which is now just empty. Well, my pilot skills has psychoanalysis and psychology in for some reason. Um. Okay. Right pilot. Yeah. I'm gonna have to scroll up and find the last time you did piloting. <laughs> oh no way. Oh, that's balls. I know it was my highest stat, so it was at least 75, but I think yeah. I leveled it a bit as well. I think it was in the 80s, if I remember rightly. Okay, I'm just scrolling back until I find... See me scrolling. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. I was going to say, it's been, a, it's, been like, it's been like maybe three sessions. Lots okay, of I, I've got to the point where I've had to literally load the chat log. You should just be able to do a, a like Control F pilot, and it should should you should be able to find it quite quickly. I would assume. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> has there been, has there been close shaves with the piloting? Because maybe maybe nope. it never really was a skill. No, <laughs> I've been an exceptional pilot for as brass and terrible as person as Alex okay, okay. is. Your pilot is seventy nine. There we go. Make it 80. Yeah. Nice round 80. <laughs> <laughs> Good try, Boxy. I mean, it wouldn't... Have, uh, uh... Yes, you are 100% convinced landing on some flat ice is no trouble for ace pilot Alexander Anderson. We're all going to die up there. <laughs> fuck's sake can i roll my polar survival at least i might get like a really good success on that and then be like actually no that's a stupid idea you can maybe polar survival. <laughs> no i think that's a fantastic idea see before you'd already done that i was gonna say maybe you could push your aircraft roll but now you've already done another roll, so oh, probably not. I mean, I kind of and it would I, become a crit fail. I kind of oh. assumed I couldn't push it because um, 
Russ had already kind of said what it was going to do. I thought I'd missed my opportunity for that. Oh, yeah, no, you can always ask me to push, even if I yeah. start. Basically, the only time you assume you can't push a roll is when Russet says you can't push a roll. Okay, then... <laughs> I will very... let you push your aircraft roll. I'm very graciously asked to push this I'm aircraft roll. I'm not sure roll. you should now, but okay. <laughs> you can't suggest it and then uh, push that. <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound, fuck it. There you go. We're all good. It is safe to land on the ice as long as you get someone who's a real expert at polar survival to survey your intended landing site. Because they'll be able to look for crevices hidden by the snow and such stuff. And find you a nice flat landing spot. So you probably only want to fly about 1,400 miles north. Yeah, yeah. And you've got 200 miles of circling fuel whilst they find you a good landing spot. I mean, how are we going to have any fuel to go back? Well, you can load that into the cargo plane, into oh, drums. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then that's what that's what the that's what the because if you only take camping equipment and your cells, then the plane's got more than enough cargo space for fuel. <coughs> we don't have to take a load of dogs either, which is good. Yeah, it just can... becomes a giant fuel bomb. That's pretty much what an aircraft is, isn't it? But even more so. Don't don't fail any rolls while we're on board. Extra bomb. Hopefully, Alexander's got his failures out of the way now. Um, but yes, you spend a bit of time working with the Doctor on where to fly to in the Arctic Ocean and getting ready for flying to Fairbanks tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go to Fairbanks tomorrow. Well, we can go this afternoon if you, or this evening if you think it, everything's done. I kind of want to get out of this hotel. Uh, I can go and double-check... I can make pre-flight checks and we could go this afternoon. I can't imagine there's anything wrong given that I've been spending the last four days checking the plane. <laughs> Let's leave this afternoon then. You go out to the airfield and get ready and I'll go and tell everyone we're leaving. I'll um, I'll get the concierge to deliver Sam's body to the plane. Cool. Then I get my... I, I leave... I, I pour myself another glass, I leave, and go and get my shit together, I suppose. Carissa, what have you been doing now that Naveen has left? <laughs> I've been... Oh, just... oh. <laughs> no, actually, I've, I, to be honest, I've not really drunk that much this morning. Um, the numbing hangover of the last four days has subsided some, and uh, going by my bowel movements, I need to probably drink more water. So I've been... Not as excessive. Um, the barman won't serve you any alcohol. Uh, that's all right. When he's not looking, I just grab some. Um, you grab some. You'll have to make rolls to that. I'm not a caterer. What, sandwiches as well? Good God, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm just wistfully looking into the dark, dreary damnable depths of this black coffee which has the refreshing uh, grasp of Irish whiskey um, wondering uh, what... I'm just finding a lot of doubt in your original haven't drunk much this morning <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's the it's the cycle of grief and and, uh, and and everything I'm sort of going through the 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 rejection sort of stage of wondering why the fuck I'm out here and why haven't you what am I doing? Why, ha why has the fucking return plane boat toboggan whatever turned up yet? 
so I can get out of this godforsaken hellhole before someone else dies, which could oh, be me. Please be a toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so you're staying in the bar for now, just so I know where you are. Yes, yes. Okay, I will just <laughs> now go... I've got cool runnings in my head as yeah. well. <laughs> just expecting a taxi driver coming out going, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. <laughs> it's bobsled time. We're running. Right, okay, you've all been on the source, clearly. <laughs> Want to kiss my lucky egg? <laughs> yeah, kiss your lucky egg. <laughs> I'm going to have some beer can while I'm at the bar. Michelle's going to have questions for you kissing Nathan's egg. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a lucky egg. Okay, Victor and Cease. Elwood, you should have had a chance to have a brief look at your handouts now. Yes. <laughs> Aren't they so happy about that? Okay, this... so you're sitting together, the fire is crackling away merrily. Um, my favourite part is is where it says, "Seeing the creature may have returned Cat's memories and driven her insane." Brackets. My bad. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I did write that exact bit, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> I think there'll have been a few face palms while reading this, honestly. <laughs> Some shared glances of. The fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that bit was in there. Oh. Cannon now. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Fucking <laughs> oh, hell! Oh my god! Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Showed cat pictures. <laughs> May have driven okay. her insane. My bad. Oh my god. <laughs> this this <sighs> other book that we've been handed, this wondrous intelligence, it seems quite thin, Elwood. Maybe we should just read it together today. It, I think we could probably get through it in a day. <laughs> yes. Uh, qu- question, actually. Uh, given that we've got Sam's diary slash notes, th- do we still need to read it uh, properly the same way, or is it somehow... Uh, it, it cuts the reading time in half. Okay. I was very helpful and thorough in my notations. I mean, she's yeah. even painstakingly written out exactly how to cast these spells. Uh, then you, oh, you definitely read the small one then. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, okay, we read the small book that that in in, in wondrous intelligences. Yeah. I mean, I mean, looking down the spine, I would say this book is about five times the size. Oh my, that that's quite large. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I guess we make some English rolls. Uh, don't bother rolling English. Um, I will just add these spells to your spell list. Yay! (laughs) What have we done? Both read uh, Wondrous Intelligences. What could possibly go wrong? The GM rewards the death of a character by giving the same spells to two more characters. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be honest, this was was all my doing. I kind of like, I need to close it off. Let's write a will and testament and really (laughs) pass on the fun to everyone else. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, Elwood, you know a spell. I do know a spell. It's true. Now I know two. 
I bet Russet couldn't stop grinning when you, you when you told him you were going to bequeath these things. <laughs> oh yeah. His face has been hurting for a solid week because of the <laughs> the, the muscle trauma of grinning just that much. Yeah. Look, it's not my fault. Uh, the beautiful lady Yinx handed me everything I needed. And more. I just imagine he's been sat there like eating his stew or whatever and, and he just randomly starts going... <laughs> 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 Everyone in the house like, what's going on? Uh, that's exactly how Russet operates. I mean, <laughs> I, I, Peter just got used to it. He just shuts the living room door. Yeah. And like, <laughs> see, okay, having one of his cackling fits, he'll be over soon. <laughs> see, see, see Russet, I just imagine you doing what, what apparently I did once uh, a few years back. Uh, according to Blue Eye, I sat bolt upright in bed at three in the morning and just went, excellent, and then went back to bed. <laughs> and I just imagine you doing the same thing. The, the worst part is, is you don't, you won't remember what what was excellent. That's yeah. what's really frustrating yeah. about this whole story. Well, apparently, another time I actually got up out of bed, stood up by the side of the bed, went biscuits, and then got back into bed. Well, at least that's not just what it was you were interested in. Yeah, but why didn't I go and get them? Maybe you didn't have any. Probably. That's why you were saying biscuits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you meant to add them to the shopping list. <laughs> Biscuits. We've installed an Android app for that now. It works perfect. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, um, Alexander, as you Yo. come down the stairs, um, you see Carissa <clears throat> sitting in the bar. Um... I place the brandy next to Carissa <laughs> and slide it over to her. Carissa's body language is apprehensive. Um, sort of uh, not quite saying, have you killed anyone interesting recently? But um, <laughs> you can tell with the eyes there's a certain level of utter distrust and continued shock. However, this distrust and shock does not extend towards turning down alcohol. So uh, she takes it and unceremoniously drops it into the coffee, which is now a fantastic cocktail of Colombian, Irish, and wherever this goddamn cognac's from. So uh, it is the ultimate mongrel cocktail of everything. Sounds to me like you need a butler that can make cocktails. <laughs> no, only I'm allowed one of those. <laughs> um, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, you are together, Alexander and Carissa. Uh, Alexander kind of like puts a hand on Carissa's shoulder, kind of trying to offer some form of comfort. Um, and uh, I... Uh, I've seen quite a few people die. Um, you'll you'll get over it. I have a question for you. How is any of this normal for you? Oh, it's not normal, but uh, you know, I'm getting paid. What the fuck happened in that house? Be- before you gun someone down by putting a bullet between the shoulder blades. Um, what, looks what the around happened? the bar, um, 
kind of somewhat nervous that that was just blurted out loudly. <laughs> no one is really close enough to overhear you. Okay, good. It's all right, the, the, the barman. It's all right. The barman's learned to ignore me since the last uh, three hours of blithering about wanting better scotch. Plus, if I know some new weapon or something, uh, but uh, put him down. That's what you do with people like that. New weapon. So you have no idea what that was. No, do you? No, I mean, if I was absolutely barking mad, and I mean proper doolally like my great-grandfather on the Mercury, um, I would have said magic, but that kind of shit doesn't exist. So maybe I'm on the Mercury, maybe I'm losing my mind, but um, how is any of this normal? And how is Sam just dead? Uh, this this just doesn't make sense. I came out here to dig up fossils, and suddenly I'm burying people I've just met. Well, I mean, Sam, she had uh, was it uh, hypothermia? Pneumonia. Pneumonia. She died of. Yeah. She got hypothermia, but the pneumonia is what killed her. Well, she had pneumonia. I mean, it's we are in a very cold area. I can't imagine it's that uncommon. Uh, she strikes me as the most capable person in the party. How does she just accidentally get a bit too chilly outside? Well, evidently not. Um, presentation Remember, can deceive. <laughs> Remember that it, officially it's foul play. She would have knocked unconscious and left in the snow. Yeah. But Clitha may not know that. <laughs> does Alexa- Well, Alexander must know that because Alexander's basically fabricated... Well, not fabricated. He, he kind of he fabricated the evidence to get yourself off the hook for murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was you not were... murder. It's self-defense. He attacked That's first. murder. He attacked yes. first. That is self-defense. It not was self-defense. Sadly, you can only prove it by doing some elaborate shenanigans because he used magic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In some states in the UK, in the US, you broke into his house. He can kill you however he wants. Very much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're on it, depending on the area, if you're on his front lawn, he can hit you with a fireball. <laughs> sure, it was murder. Why not? Let's just call it sure. It, it was Alex murdered a cultist nutcase that killed one of the party. Yeah, I I'm not going to apologise for that. <laughs> that was the good outcome. But yes, you, you, it dawns on you, Alex, that Carissa might not know that Sam was knocked unconscious and left yeah. in the snow. Um, Alexander kind of moves a bit closer in a non-threatening manner um, because we have incredibly threatening manner I'm just wondering if there's like you're you're saying saying that there's foul play involved and we're under the assumption that he did kill Sam that's what the police are saying okay yeah yeah then I I relate that you know the the person that uh that I was defending myself against. Uh, reason to believe that uh, he he was the one who killed Sam, knocked her unconscious and left her in the snow to wither and die. We didn't even know that until after you'd already put a bullet in him. In I mean... self-defense, it just appeared to be a coincidence that... Uh, 
that that was the case. I don't know about you, but I am having a hard time processing all of this. You'll get used to it, my dear. That's what I'm worried about. Oh, don't be worried about it. Just think of the money. I'm not an American. <laughs> and the fame. I'm trying to think of something more insulting than an American <laughs> in this day and age, actually. I don't know why you're trying to insult him. He saved your life. No, 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 no. I, oh, yeah. Wait, is, is Alex American? No, no, Alex. No. Alex is very, very quintessentially British, stiff upper lip, Spitfire pilot. Except well, he didn't, there you go. didn't fly there, Spitfires. There, there you go. So Carissa's remarking, I'm not an American, as in I'm not shallow enough that I can put everything else aside for the sake of making a bit of money. <laughs> that kind of thing. Ah, uh, Carissa. Um, he looks at Alex. Um, but doesn't comment on the fact that he's here and not at the airfield. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> you put me there, GM. Alexander. <laughs> Alexander slides. Uh, takes the glass and throws it. The no. Uh, Alexander walks out to go towards no, no, no. the airfield. There you go. No, it's fine. He's assuming you're you're helping Carissa. It's fine. Um, Carissa. I was just going to let you know, we're going to fly to Fairbanks this afternoon. Unless, of course, my dear, you wish to leave us here, I will pay your your first month's wages and uh, write yes. you a reference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Craig meant to do that, but that was... <laughs> yeah. What happened? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Dr. Barrow is like <laughs> offering to let Carissa off her contract and go home and write her a reference, and Craig's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention for a moment there. I just thought that they've got a remastered version of Red Baron, the original on Steam by the looks. Don't ruin your memories, Craig. Uh, I, was, I was about to say, you, you should work in HR, be like, Craig, we've got to make some redundancies. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the sweet taste of P forty five. I would not blame you, Miss um, Anderson, if you wanted to. Is it Anderson? Uh, no, Anderson. Alexander Anson, if you wanted to return home after this disastrous beginning of our expedition, but I would hope you would stay so that we can finish what Sam started. It was her dream that we would catch this creature. You know, you're a pompous old fart sometimes. I am, you live, yeah. you, you live up to your profile, even the ones in the rags. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to see this out to at least saying goodbye to her, and I'll have a think. Good woman. Well, m make sure you're at the airfield in two hours. We're leaving then. Um... I will go and tell Dr. Hamilton and Victor. Okay. And then you and I need to sit down and have a, a discussion. Well, we can sit down and have a discussion now, if you'd like, my dear. No, not right now. Okay. Finish your coffee. 
looks... I, I, I swilled the brandy whiskey Colombian hybrid and Naveen, uh, uh, you have finished seeing the doctor and are making your way to ship all of the equipment to the airfield. Uh, where are you? You're still in the hotel or Um I've just got back to the hotel. Um yeah. I've come in through the front door. I now have a, a spiffing um cane that I'm walking with currently. Doctor Barrow uh accosts you as you enter the hotel. Ah Naveen, sorry to bother you. Um we're gonna be leaving for Fairbanks today. We all wanna kinda of get out of here. That's um, uh, quite understandable, Doctor. Uh, I, I take it you're um, getting the group together at the airfield? Yes. Uh, could you go and tell Dr. Hamilton and uh, Mr. Harvey? They're still in the library room. I'm going to go upstairs and finish packing my notes. But of course, it's not a problem. I will um, I will gather the others and see you at the airfield. I'll see you soon. He disappears uh, up the stairs. And then head to the, the back room. Meanwhile, in the back room... Just before Naveen arrives, you two, have you enjoyed reading your books and learning the things Sam has written down for you? My bad. I don't know how I feel about all this, Elwood. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me, me neither. Um, we should probably at least keep this to ourselves since no one else will have a clue what we're talking about. Agreed, and bear in mind that at least one of the things, at least one of the things contained herein, branded her as a dark witch in the eyes of the spirits. Yes. Sadly, she hasn't written down which one she tried. I didn't really have much of a chance. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm probably going to have to commune with the spirits a bit to see if I can find out what is particularly dark out of these. Some of them sound like they could be useful is the problem. Victor, yeah. I, 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 I fear that this, uh, this train of thought is going to end in both of our deaths. I think most of the things we're doing at the moment might, so I'm not really sure, Elwood. I'm, I, I don't know. There was a knock at the door preceding a Naveen. Uh, gentlemen, uh, I hope I am not disturbing you too much. No, no, of course not. Um, not at Naveen, all. was it? Yeah, it's it's Naveen. Naveen. I'm going to head in. Can I, have they still got the books on the table? Um, we would have, almost certainly. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm not going to comment at all. Uh, gentlemen, uh, there's been a small update in our, um, our itinerary for the day. Uh, apparently, we are leaving for um, Fairbanks this afternoon in a couple of hours. Um, the doctor has asked me to um, find you both and inform you of the change to our plans. Ah, okay. Um, we will make haste to ready for departure then. Fantastic. I have uh, arranged for Dr. Barrow's equipment to be transferred um, as well as the um, the late Samantha uh, Miss Harrow's um, equipment, um, I will mm-hmm. pack my things and I will see you at the airfield in a couple of hours. Uh, yes, oh, yes, perfect. See you there. Um, bef- before I, I leave, I, I I want to. Is it is it's quite awkward to say, but um, I have no intention of attempting to replace a um, a close colleague of yours. Um, I understand this can be a very difficult time. I have a, I have lost. People myself, um, do not 
see me as a an attempt to replace Sam. I I am by no means an expert of her her caliber. I will only do my best, but um, I I hope we can become um, friends at least. Um, and if you ever need to talk, I am more than happy. And um, particularly over a game of cards or a drink, um, preferably over a game of cards or a drink. But uh, either way. I will um, see you at the F, your gentleman. As, as long as it's not a drink of cards and a game of drink. The game of drink is fine. Sometimes these things. A game of drink can be fine. Once yes. we've had more of one, the other blurs into it. But maybe we get a chance to experience that together at a, a later date. Uh, gentlemen, yes, I will, yes. I will see you at the F, field. Of course, yes. See you there. And she's going to head out and after her room to change into far more appropriate winter gear. Uh, I, I look back at Elwood. You, you're probably right with what you're saying. Uh, how about this, Elwood? How about we don't try any of these things without consulting the other first? I think Unless... we should make sure the other is always around when we do, at least. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Yes. Oh. <sighs> Gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's agreement. <laughs> we finish our drinks. And yes. Let I us prepare to depart. Yes. Okay. Uh, is anyone doing anything else they want to do before heading to the airfield? Um, I want to talk with um, Victor regarding um, okay. the, the you plan. Catch up, you catch up with Victor in his room as he's packing. I am packing. That's <laughs> how you know I'm packing. Because I'm singing about <laughs> packing while I am packing. What a delightful song. I'll, uh, I'll have to learn the lyrics myself for when I am packing. Yes, yes, of course, Alexandra. Do come in. Um, I wish to discuss with you um, the uh, the flight plan to some degree. We're going to be landing on the uh, ice, and uh, I might need your expert eye. So I was going to suggest that you um, fly uh, co-pilot with me, so that you'll have a oh, adequate view. Well. Uh, yes, uh, that sounds like a good plan. Um. That way I'll be ready up near the windows to be able to spot the landing site for you. That sounds like a decent plan, Alexandra. Certainly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> gives, gives Victor a withering stare. <laughs> uh, I just look impassively blank. But yes, it sounds like a wonderful plan. Don't, um, don't do that. Just making sure that you do know that I know, because the last time I tried to make sure that you knew that I knew, there was no sign that you knew that I knew and was trying to make sure you knew. Uh, can I take a sanity check on that? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all need to take a real-life sanity check on that one. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows what? What do I know? Do I know? Do you know? Who knows? Does Nobody know? knows. Does everyone know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I am confused now. Do I know that he knows that you know that you know that he knows that he knows that you know? It well, made perfect he, sense he, to he, me. He knows. We all know that somebody knows. Or that nobody knows. <laughs> My bad. No, nobody knows who the somebody is. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> you've made your point. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a drink? I imagine I've got a small mini bar in here like everyone else seems to. <laughs> I assume you're all carrying around hip flasks. You're all, hip I literally flasks. have a hip flask, so yeah. Your hip flasks are now all on 10%. Oh, I'm refilling before we leave at the bar. The bar is not serving alcohol to any alcoholics anymore. Fuck I you. have barely touched a drop while we've been here. Naveen has had... I'll refill it from the mini bar that I'm being tomorrow. offered drinks from. <laughs> you refill your mini bar. There we go. Uh, I propose a small toast to living as one wishes. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Kind of frowns at Victor. As one... I just shrug and go, what? As... It's not like Let's he's calling moving, you a murderous, we'll be a murderous fraud or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lie! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like I've done a. I feel like Alexander did a bad thing by killing a deranged cultist who killed Sam. I've not no, criticised no, no, you. No, I, I'm not criticising. That's be fair. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Alexander kind of like drops the facade for a moment, um, and looks decidedly more feminine despite not really changing anything. Just the way that she holds herself and kind of looks at Victor. Um, what what will it cost? What what will what cost, Alex? For you not to tell anyone. Well, how about we both have this little drink, swear to be friends, and support each other on this endeavor? That that's all. I had no intention to do otherwise. I'm paid to There we go, then. Perfect. We don't have a problem. We don't? Why would we? Because I... (laughs) Alexander, you may not be aware, but... I have spent quite a lot of time with the Inuits, and they they have quite a different view on this sort of thing than uh, most modern Western civilizations. And to be comfortable up there, I had to accept certain things. So it's not a problem with me at all. I don't know the exact circumstances behind your presentation, but it's not a problem. That's the dodgiest story I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> I know! <laughs> <laughs> so we need to get the doll out and just show us. <laughs> I was kind of thinking to myself, like, where, where, where is this going? What the hell happened? <laughs> where did the Inuit cut you, Victor? I, I put a reassuring hand they on Victor. They touched my heart. I put a reassuring hand on Victor's shoulder and say, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> 
term Inuit club. We don't talk about Inuit club. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. I think I should be like handing out more Sally checks. Okay. 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 Um, uh, come along, Alex. We're going to be late if we keep hanging around drinking all afternoon. Of, of, uh, <clears throat> uh, of course. Uh, downs her, uh, his drink and leaves for the plains to the airfield. Yes. Without any incident, you all get taxis to the airfield. Yes. The, the GM's had enough of this not doing the plot bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the, the plot comes through the wall with like a fucking truck. <laughs> you make it there without an issue. Here's the plot. <laughs> Absorb it, you bastards, and appreciate my greatness. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Uh, I start to do pre-flight checks. Okay, uh, everyone, unless anyone is doing anything else in the hotel, you're all arriving at the hotel. Not the hotel, the airfield. (laughs) Oh, oh my. Oh, God, another sanity check. (laughs) 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 You leave the hotel to arrive at the hotel. (laughs) You've all been drinking. (laughs) I haven't. Okay, I have a minor tipple. Naveen and Dr. Barrow and Elwood are sitting there worrying like, where the fuck is everyone else? Everyone else has gone back to the hotel. <laughs> okay, you arrive. The Francesca has been loaded. Your supplies have been placed on board. The, um, the coffin containing Samantha's earthly remains has also been loaded on board and secured. Um, everyone settles into their seat. Victor, are you sitting in the co-pilot seat? Yeah. Okay, you are going to fly to Fairbanks. Oh, can I... I I want to make sure that I have double-checked and triple-checked every little minute piece of minutia on the plane. I'm I'm literally doing... aircraft maintenance with two bonus dice. Because I'm helping? Uh, She spent four days doing this. Ah. (laughs) And you're helping. Uh, So do I just... But the help's what she needed. Uh, two bonus dice. Yeah. Bonus. Is that going to work? No. I'll just, just so do I just roll it two more times. Just roll two t d tens. Okay. Slash. Slash. Roll two d ten. Eight and eight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were both failures. <laughs> so yes, the first one is fine. Yes, the plane is prepped. It's been heated. The engines are on. The oil pressure is good. It's got fuel. It's got passengers. It's got dogs. It's got... It's got dogs? It doesn't need dogs, does it? Um, <laughs> we weren't taking the dogs. I wasn't aware a plane uh, needed dogs to fly. No, it's Is it the dog... in-flight meal? It, you've, got two, you've got the two sledges that Sam hired here. Oh, okay. That are also being transported there. Yeah, yeah. Remember this part. We are taking stuff to Fairbanks. We're not just going straight north just yet. Okay. Yes. P- please don't try to fly straight to Sam's burial location with the plane loaded like this. You will run out of fuel. Nowhere near the ocean. Cool. Okay. The plane is as good and in tip-top condition as it's possible to be. 
Cool. I kick the tires and kiss the nose cone. Or not nose cone, the front, the nose propeller, I guess. <laughs> okay, you um, kiss the frozen nose co- front propeller with your bare lips in the icy, icy, snowy Alaska. Oh. Wait, I thought the engines yeah. had heaters on. They the do. The engines do. <laughs> the propeller the pro- blades do not. Fuck. Uh, God damn, didn't... why did I write these notes for fucking pilot superstitions? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> okay, everyone, you're sitting on the plane, and Alexander hasn't come no. back. It's been about ten minutes. No. Roll listen, everyone. No. I would probably go look for Actually, her for a bit. No. But... Um, but I do listen. <laughs> Everyone who passes, you can all hear a sort of. <laughs> I'm going to go and check what that is. You find a moment. You find your pilot, Victor, stuck with her lips stuck to the front propeller of the plane. Um, <laughs> could I use a hip, some some like brandy in her, her hip flask? To on her lips to make them come off because that should do it. It's alcohol. It will do it. Yes, Victor. Yeah, I, I do. I do that. And you actually, pour. before I do that, I go. I'm really sorry for wasting some of your brandy out. I'm like, I'm like. Then Arr! I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not the brandy. Not the brandy. <laughs> take my lips, but leave the brandy. <laughs> Roll a constitution check, please, Alexander. Okay, you are not accidentally drunk, but your lips are definitely sore and swollen. Do you just come back in with, like, red, raw, giant lips or something? (laughs) Looking like you've just been punched in the face. Oh, have we got the picture of the plane? Uh, I will move us all to the plane page. Kitty is done now. Yeah, look at that. I can't stop watching Nate play with a cat. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> so there's like, oh god, that's bleh. that's not what I wanted. There's like four seats and a table and some storage and lots of storage, and then me and Victor are up at the front. I assume. I thought mm-hmm. I had three wings. Three wings. Three wings or three engines or something. It has three uh, engines. Okay. How would it have three wings? I don't know. There was that. There was that failed roll that you all told me about. That was like. Oh yeah, it was how many engines? Because we were getting engine covers for the plane, and it was how many engines does the plane have? And I failed the roll, and. Um, I, I wasn't even going to make a roll. I, I was just going to assume they knew because like, no, I want a roll. Critically <laughs> failed. Okay. Um. Alexander and Victor come back on board after about five minutes. Naveen has already, like, ratted her chair back a bit and is snoozing, but Dr. Barrow looks over his papers and is like, they're really okay. We were so long because we were making absolutely sure everything is okay, Doctor. Well, after how cursed this expedition has been so far, Victor, good job, man. Men. Good job, man. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, uh, bonus to everyone. Are you okay, Alex? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alex had to get between some quite narrow gaps, and 
Yes, he, he brushed her lips, and it, his lips, it wasn't a problem. Alex, like, literally fires, like, physical daggers out of, out of his eyes. And Victor, oh my god! Alex, in the back of the head. That's so good because we just had a conversation about it, and then the first thing, literally the first thing out of his mouth, is mistaking. Oh my god! Oh my god! You couldn't make this shit up. Carissa in the back of the head just pulls a gun. Carissa, Carissa looks up over a book and just sort of looks at Victor and says. You know, calling a, a, a guy a woman isn't an insult in any country. <laughs> well, Dr. no, it wouldn't be. Let's what? just get in the air. Have you been drinking, Victor? No, it's just been a very trying few days. Uh, I miss her too. She was always so competent. Exactly, I was thinking of Sam. <laughs> Naveen is just asleep in a seat. <laughs> Oh. Well, Dr. Barrow kind of raises his, his mug of tea towards Sam's coffin, which is behind everyone, strapped in the cargo. <laughs> is, is there a thermos of tea here that I could have some tea from? Oh, yes, have some tea. Both <laughs> I get some tea. tea. Alexander, take uh, this plane off and drive us to Fairbanks. Uh, Alexander does exactly that, hopefully. <laughs> Roll piloting aircraft. Yeah. We do the wiggling thing. Wiggling thing. You take off, soaring into the sky as God intended. Two gigantic bolt lumps of metal bolted to two other gigantic lumps of metal leaps into the sky, defying gravity. Looping the loop and defying. <laughs> Isn't everything better with loop de loops? Up, down, <laughs> flying around, <laughs> looping the loops Loops and defying the ground. ground. <laughs> oh, God. What, what is I, this? It's a song uh, called I don't know. Those Magnificent Men and Their Flying Machines. Wait, just gonna, Look it up. Uh, just gonna, there, there we go. Good. Serenity now. <laughs> Everyone is calm. You are in the air. Roll navigate to fly to Fairbanks safely. Victor, also roll navigate. Well, navigate. I'm going to navigate. No, I'm not. <laughs> also, roll me your spot hidden, Victor. Spot hidden. I'm going to spot the hidden. Yeah, I did. You're getting used to using the binoculars and examining the ground and, like... <laughs> Once you turn the right way around, you mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making an analysis of potential landing sites. You're not landing in any, but assuming you're up here in the co-pilot seat to get some practice in. Yeah, yeah, and only that, if for some reason we were to go down, I would then have a good spot for us. There's also uh, only six seats, so we kind of have to have someone in the co-pilot seat. This is true. Uh, but you fly north. <gasps> Ooh. From Anchorage. To Fairbanks. 
Boom. Let's explode. <laughs> wow. Um, who's flying this plane? Harrison Ford. Wow. Already, Jesus. Oh, God. I've got a lot of fuel to do that. <laughs> you travel by red line to Fairbanks. It's an uneventful journey, really. Uh, it takes about two hours. Um, is anyone doing any, anyone who's not up in the cockpit doing anything to speak? Naveen said she was having a nap. Um, no, a nap sounds pretty good, actually. You put your chair back and have a nap. Mm-hmm. Carissa? Uh, yeah, a nap. Hey, Dr. Barrow also has a nap. Uh, you land at a small airfield just outside of Fairbanks, where Dr. Barrow directs you to. Um, there's a long field currently covered in snow, and at the other end of it is the large hunting lodge that Dr. Barrow has hired. Wow! Thank you, Tom. So, so we're literally at the airfield that a hunting lodge um, is on the airfield, pretty much. Uh, it's not an airfield, it's more like the back garden of the hunting lodge. Right, okay. There's a big flat, flat field, and there's a shed and a, ha- a large barn that's been converted into a hangar. Uh, this clearly looks like the sort of place incredibly rich people come to go hunt polar bears. Um, so, of course, they don't want to have to land at the local airport and then travel. That's fair. If you're rich Especially enough... with all the plebs. <clears throat> I would have seen these from before from be- places like this before from actually guiding these sorts of yeah. people. N- Naveen is awake at this point and she looks out to see where we're landing and goes, ah, um, Doctor, you've um, you've uh, certainly gone for an upgrade. You've, uh, that's a rather expensive property you've rented for the, the expedition. I approve of your taste. Yes. Well, I decided I wanted somewhere secure that was away from anyone who would try to interfere with us again. I mean, that bastard man that Alexander put down off literally knocked what my survival guide unconscious and left her in a field of snow to die. I, that's um, understandable. I, I assume that um, you've uh, made arrangements to make sure that the uh, the previous occupants have... Not well, it was all mothballed for the summer because, huh. you know, who goes hunting during Alaskan summers? Well, the, the rich are strange people. Who can tell what they're going to do next? But yes, um, we're the only ones here. There is no staff, however, so we will have to look after ourselves with the cooking and all of that stuff. I did. I was thinking of hiring some locals to come in and do the cooking and the cleaning, but after what happened to Sam, well, we're all adults. I'm sure we can look after ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's slightly bigger than what we really need, but um, it, it should suit our purposes to keep our privacy. I've already claimed the master bedroom. I'm concerned about this room here. Oh, I was going to say, I claim the library, but remove the rug. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Star of David. That's a good star. I'm also concerned about this room here. <laughs> So the kitchen. Kitchen. Oh, okay, sorry, it looked like a dungeon. <laughs> this does look more sinister than it should be. You've got a library? You've got a fancy lounge room? Another library? I can't tell if that's a, a, a wolf skin rug or a 
polar bear skin, I think. It's no, a it's wolf, I think. Polar wolf bear. I was going to say, it, it's it's either a, a wolf or a polar bear that's kind of been run over by a tractor. It's a polar wolf. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, there, there are more bedrooms than we really need, so Dr. Barrow is having this room. Does anyone set up a bivouac in the uh, quad garden inside? Mm, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is that my token? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He's got the moustache. <laughs> Why is it so big? <laughs> I can't see it. It's got, it's, got, it's got a head injury as well. I love it. Oh, there's Mortis map down there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's the upstairs. Yeah. All right. Which rooms are people claiming? I need to know this for reasons. Oh, I'm okay. assuming we obviously give the lady the next biggest room because she's a lady. Yeah. So that would be that one, you mean? Yeah, so Levine is in that one. Uh, then there is uh, another bedroom with a double bed in, and there's a smaller bedroom. So I guess we give uh, Carissa the other bed. Uh, Actually, we'll, yeah. give, we'll give Carissa and... I want a hammock. And Levine. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, they're a hammock room. You're sharing a room with Naveen, because... It's a big room with multiple beds in. I have a hammock room. Okay, you can have a hammock if you want, Elwood. Shall, shall, shall we share hammock room? Yeah, let's or share a hammock want... room. Share Aww. a hammock room, okay. Uh, I'll go wherever I'm put. Just put me somewhere. Well, we'll put you in with the girls. There's three beds in the room with the girls. I... Yeah, but you can't the have a man in with girls. <laughs> Not in the day and age. No. Well, 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 well uh, you can. You just have to leave some money on the the counter when you leave. There we go. Everyone is in the bedroom. Elwood and Victor are sharing a hammock room for some reason. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, if Chris and Naveen don't want to share, there is one more room with a bed in it. Um, I don't know. I was going to flip a coin on whether Carissa would want yeah. to share or not. I don't know. Naveen, Let's see. Will, Naveen will take a room for herself. I'm... Um, she just, uh, no, no offence, uh, I just uh, need a little bit of uh, privacy, I'm sure you understand. <coughs> Do you yes. want to chuck me then in that room and then you two, Carissa and Navina, get the bigger rooms? Or Do not? I just have that big room to myself then? Oh, I yep. do. You oh, just have that gigantic room to yourself. Excellent. I'm sure that won't be a problem later. <laughs> <laughs> Sam would have would have made her bed near the dogs. Um, that player. <laughs> That's a good point. Where are we putting Sam's corpse? Are we just leaving it in the plane? <laughs> is there in, a, the, in the fountain? Is there in a the well? In the middle of the dining room table, underneath oh. the polar wolf rug. Is well, it's probably in the great hall at the front here, with the two fires flanking it on either side, making it rot faster. Is, is, is it is it snowy outside? It is still snowy outside. Remember there was that blizzard. Is there like a, an outhouse or some kind of, I don't know, some kind of convenient bivouac that's coffin-sized? Because you'd probably want to keep the um, cadaver... Um... There isn't, but there's this room, which is the hunting, you know, the hunting gear room. It surely it would make sense chill. to just keep it wrapped up and then put it in the bloody foyer in here somewhere. Is it a coffin? You don't want to leave it outside overnight. Why? Why not in the plane? 
Oh, what? I suppose that polar survival people, would there be bears? And if there are bears, where would be a safe place to store a corpse? Well, I'm being told. Survivor, Victor and Naveen. Okay. Just, just put the uh, put the coffin on top of the pentagram. Oh wait, no, that's not a pentagram. Okay. Put it on top uh, of the not pentagram. Victor, yeah, you don't want to leave it outside because even if you put it in the interior courtyard, something could climb over the roof and get to it. Yeah. Or a bird okay. fly down and attack the coffin. You've got two choices. You either turn the heating off in the library. Or you put it in mm-hmm. one of these small sitting rooms down. down Isn't there stairs. a storm cellar there? Is there a larder? There is a storm cellar. You could put it down in the storm cellar. Yeah, let's put it there. It seems to make the most sense to me. Where's the storm cellar at? There's an entrance the to it there. Ah, yeah. Well, that looks kind of pretty when we all ping. <laughs> How do you ping? Do you just <laughs> hold, click, click, and hold? Oh. I've got a purple oh. thingy. Oh. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that's made my eyes go all funny. All those... Stop trying to hypnotise the GM. <laughs> you will bring Sam back to life. <clears throat> okay. Not well, it depends. Is this on like some kind of Indian burial ground? Because if so, putting in the storm cellar, does that like cause an accidental reboot? I don't think it would be a reboot we would want. Well, they never are these days. Disney taught us that. Oof. Look at Mulan. Rip Mulan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you have safely made it to the Fairbanks Hunting Lodge and settle in. Um, Dr. Barrow suggests we all meet in the kitchen and he'll get a fire going and tomorrow we'll fly out and bury Sam. Mm-hmm. But we should probably discuss our plans for starting to hunt for the Yig. And we need to consider the that this that, that man Armstead might not have been working alone. Probably wasn't even. Did we find anything in his house of use? I don't <laughs> know, Doctor. There was a lot of things in his house much of which seemed exceedingly esoteric in nature. Well, the police wouldn't really let me go in and have a poke around the murder scene, but um, Alex, Carissa, you were both in there for a while. Did you learn anything? Um, Just that there was a a golden idol. Not that I had time to pick it up. Oh, well. I suspect we won't get access to that. Do you know what it looked like? Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I can't read really by writing. It's either Kaboku, Sudoku, or Kokoku. Ketsukotal? That's... Kazunko, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Barrow nods. So he had a Ketsukotal. That's an Aztec god, I think. Uh, expensive. That I'll be is right back. A... You carry on talking to each other. Uh, I correct me if I'm wrong, Elwood, but wasn't uh, Quizzicotal, um one of the other aspects of Sila? I believe we learned that in um, that deity's book. I've forgotten the name of. I'm gonna lean over to Chris and go. I, I sort of see what you're saying. This um, 
I feel there are a lot of holes in my understanding of what is going on. As long as there are any holes in you, you'll be fine. Um, In my experience, sometimes the first is followed by the second. Yeah. Yes, yep, yep, that that is it. Aztec god of the winds, Quizikotor. So, why exactly is this important? The guy that... The Yig is often linked to um, folklore surrounding deity that Silar, the um, uh, Inuit deity of the winds and such. I see. And and what do you think this has to do with the the gentleman that that, um, is responsible for Sam's death? Well... When last the Yig turned up, the Inuits of the area were imploring Silar for certain reasons and performing some rather dark ceremonies. And it seems kind of coincidental that exactly the same seems to be happening again. Again, we find someone seemingly doing some strange machinations, including the death of one of our friends, who seems to be worshipping another of these deities, exactly when we're going hunting for another of these beasts, which has been reported in the area. So you are saying that perhaps this gentleman um, is not alone in his... and there's some relationship between him and this creature? It's not impossible. Um, I'm getting the impression that the concept of impossibility is somewhat stretched with this party. Hmm. (laughs) Do you say that whilst looking at Carissa? Yeah. (laughs) Carissa gives an I bloody told you so look back. Well, um, I, I admit this is somewhat outside my area of expertise. I am... I, I suppose the best to describe myself, I am more of a, a dilettante of a, of a, a particular outdoor sort. I, I like spending my time in places like this, in fact, with the, the um, finer things in life with a little touch of adventure. But um, I feel perhaps I'm somewhat out of my depth here. We are all out of our depth here. Well, that's reassuring. Thank you, Victor. It should not be reassuring. Victor, I heard you for your expertise in hunting down this monster to talk about. Putting a, pouring everyone a large mug of hot cocoa. Dr. Ooh. Barrow, we may be the experts of hunting this beast, but only by nature of there being no one with more experience than us, not by actual nature of being expert. I was going to say, that makes us exp- the most experienced, not experts. <laughs> well, look, my initial plan was that we would travel out and start researching the area. We've got fossil records to dig up to see mm-hmm. if we can find any fossils of these creatures' remains. I've got a couple of interesting locations. We still need to get Victor to talk to the local Inuit tribes up here to see if yep. they, they've got anything to tell us about it. And... um you know, to hunt the creature down once we've got a whiff of it from the Inuits. Did I um? Did I hear something you say about uh, missing persons as well? Yes, there was a whole bunch of people who've gone missing out in the wilderness. 
We've narrowed down where they were when they went missing. They were this side of the mountain. Um, so we could we could start ranging through that part of the open ground as well and see what we discover. So if you were looking for what is it? Was it um, uh, George Cuthbert and uh, Andrew Saunders? Is that yes, it? yes, they disappeared up this way um, whilst travelling out of Fairbanks. Well, I, I remember there was a, a, a much kerfuffle when they did not, um, did not in fact make it either back to um, the town or made it in fact to Fairbanks. So it was exactly, they went missing. And uh, there's been several reports of hunters going missing over the past few years. So I think this creature is clearly prowling the countryside and snatching up people. But as we are prepared and ready, we can catch this creature or at the very least shoot it until we can stuff it and sell it to a museum. I see. And um, Victor, um, El, which of these two options is your preference? Is the not experts, but those with the most experience? <laughs> I think we're in quite close agreement that there is a large probability that we are going to need to end this Yeag's life. Well, yep. as disappointing as it is not to be able to take a real specimen back to civilization, um, I will settle for a corpse. I, I think I'm with you there, Doctor. It's much better to be able to take a corpse back than to go back as a corpse. Some might say if you were the corpse, it's pretty easy for you. Uh, That's true. Well, considering we need to fly out to the Arctic Circle and land on the pack ice to give Samantha her fond farewell, corpses often find a way to make things difficult for you. Ah, One doctor is bad to speak ill of the dead, is it not? I'm not speaking ill of the dead. I love Samantha like a little sister. Uh, speaking of Sam, uh, and we're placing a lot of focus on the Yi because that is our uh, mission. My my concern is is that we've attracted the attention seemingly of a cult, and if we uh, don't be if we're not looking behind us, we may just get stabbed in our backs. Okay, so we yes. need to watch out for this cult then, possibly expose them. Perhaps they're the ones who've been keeping these creatures hidden from the real world for so long by killing anyone who uh, finds out about them. So we'll have to be doubly vigilant whilst investigating. Um, I definitely think that the best form of defence in, in this scenario is attack, and we should definitely track them down. Well, do we have any clues that will lead us to them? Well... Hmm! <laughs> <laughs> the <Alexander>? previous... <laughs> um, well, I mean... Uh, if we're to believe that this uh, old fellow here that was, uh, you know, that I put to the put sword, the if you will, um, he screamed out something about uh, a a a a it something uh, along those lines. And I'm, uh, go ahead. I'm fairly sure you are trying to say if that. Ah, yes, Ithaqua. That was it. Yes, Ithaqua. <laughs> Definitely Ithaqua. The wind howls, <laughs> and the kitchen windows rattle as the snow starts to fall harder and the wind Oh, better, better secure those windows. <laughs> um, yes, uh, there, there was the golden idol, but also there was a, a an uh, idol carved in... Um, 
I don't know, like ivory or stone or or, or something of this kind of great spindly humanoid creature. I can't imagine what it was. It had all manner of spines and things coming off of it. Does it mean anything <laughs> to anyone? Is that enough Everyone for this? Everyone, <laughs> For those who've seen it already... Oh, no, 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 no. Those of you who were standing there on the hill as a tackle went... Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, Elwood. And remember, you saw Alex with the pit, stone pit statue in his pocket. That's what made you go high. Ah, yes. I did not see that. You did not, but uh, Elwood definitely saw the um, statue of... It's a Thakra. No one else has a fucking clue what she's talking about, uh, or he's talking about, but that sounds <laughs> like a Thakra to Elwood and Victor. Hmm. Well, do... Rum- Rummage is in my, like, shoulder bag as well and like kind of gets out a big pile of paperwork and says like also i managed to kind of sneak these out of the house so uh, oh? i believe Naveen. it's a manifest um lean in um ah uh, mm-hmm. you say some kind of documentation that's um my kind of area of expertise as it were would you mind uh, not at all i mean the I can't imagine it's particularly interesting. It's it's just... Um, uh, you'd be surprised what you can find in some old pieces of paper and documents that um, I mean, other people would overlook. They're, they're literally just tax records, inventories, order forms um, for, the, uh, for the store. But there seems to be an unusually large amount of business that's been sent to uh, the town of Endurance in North Alaska ordering some very strange items like engine parts for an aircraft, radio parts, a small electrical winch, electrical cables, spools of flexible aluminium wire, aluminium panels, reinforced canvas fabric, generator parts, a huge variety of different lights. <laughs> like they're planning some kind of expedition or something? Would we remember that endurance is not that far from where we are? Based on the map. Considering I've also been pining over maps, mm. I would also assume that I would know that. Everyone can roll mechanical repair. <laughs> well, we can roll it, roll you're right. It, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I push it? Nope. You may push this. Fuck. <laughs> Look at all of those no. fails. No. So that's two critical fails. <laughs> so I rolled it to um, rust it by mistake, but I rolled a one. <laughs> Three oh, nice. critical, critical. Oh no, sorry, you got an. No, sorry, I rolled I a guess. one. I forget it's the other way around. Yeah. So this is interesting. So we got two people who think that must be used to make an atom bomb, and then you got someone else who thinks, <laughs> who thinks, oh well, clearly that's just to make like a. <laughs> These are um, quite interesting uh, orders. I've seen. It doesn't quite ring a bell. There's, there's a lot of mechanical things, as if they're building something quite large, but I, I cannot, I cannot be certain what it might be. Um, um Russ, kind it... of. Can you tell me what I think is 
going on with a critical fail because I want to talk over Navina. <laughs> okay, Fops. Yes. I'm sending telegram messages to people. Ah, okay. Uh, who also critically failed? Hello. Uh, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> They're obviously building a potato cannon to feed the Irish from across the sea. Good God, it's the Germans! <laughs> They're building some kind of nuclear base. I mean, some kind of new invention to do with I rocketry. That, like, that could be what it is. It um, it strikes me as a lot of uh, heavy <gasps> hardware that you would not normally see being moved into this area of Zeno. I mean, it's quite obvious, really, when you think about it. They're clearly making a submarine. How? That is a perfect answer. There could be no other explanation for this equipment. Mm. Oh, I love French people. No, no, I believe you're both wrong. I'm quite sure they're making traps. Traps for what? Do you think they're trying to catch the yeek? Yes. Why would they need engine parts to make traps? Very big traps? I am not a trap engineer, so I couldn't say for sure, but I'm quite sure that is what they're doing. I see. No, they're definitely making a submarine. No, they're making traps. No, they're making a submarine. Elwood and Carissa just failed, so I have no idea what I'm just staring and just looking between people. (laughs) Time out of the year! (laughs) They clearly want to get under the ice. There must be something under there. Or maybe they're going to build a trap that bursts from under the ice to capture the Yeek from beneath to of, then harness its power. Some marine that carries traps. A trap. A, a maybe a trap that carries a submarine. To uh, at this point, people, I think that we don't know what it is, but we do know where it's going. Oh no, it's definitely a trap for the Yeek. <laughs> oh, it's definitely, definitely a submarine, but it could also... Everyone, oh, it's definitely a trap everyone for Dr. Barrow bangs his tin mug on the table. Carissa, we haven't heard from you yet. What do you think they're doing with this cult who are out to kill us are doing with this this selection of equipment? I haven't got a bloody clue. I deal with fossils, not antiquities and whatever this metallic stuff is. I just, I have no idea. Okay. I usually leave the heavy lifting things to the men. Okay. So, Carissa doesn't have any idea. Elwood, Time Man of the Year, do you have any ideas? Practically have to make something up now that you've been called that, will it? <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, given the uh, elements that you've described that they've ordered, they are building some kind of machine structure that will rival the Yig to destroy it. So you're thinking some sort of giant walking thing with weapons. Exactly. Walking weapons platform, okay, and uh, Metal Gear. <laughs> and Victor clearly thinks it's some sort of giant trap device, mm-hmm. and Alexander thinks it's some sort of submarine to go beneath the Arctic ice. So, uh, Mademoiselle Wouchard, what do you think they're building? Well, I, I would say it's some kind of machine, but um, beyond that, I do not think I can. And comment any further. I, it could be a submarine. It could be some form of heavy lifting material. I I could not comment any further. 
Okay, so what I'm hearing is we've got some goals. Goal number one, Barry Sam. Goal number two, Victor needs to talk to the local Inuits and maybe find out about endurance. Mm-hmm. We need to uh, nosy around the local area of Fairbanks and see if we can track down anything about the Yeek or if any of the population in Fairbanks know anything about this machinery. Four, we need to get Carissa to a dig site so she can dig up a load of fossils and Alwood can take photos of them. Yes. So we have a plan. Funeral, science. I think that sounds perfectly reasonable, Doctor. Good. Now, I suggest we all sit on our thoughts, we eat this delicious stew, and then we go to bed. For tomorrow, we must fly 1,600 miles to the north to bury our dearly beloved friend and person you didn't know. <laughs> I, I'm sure she was worth the effort. Well, no, nah, not really. I should bloody well hope so. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really say that. <laughs> wow. God, Russet. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have a drink and I'm going to go to bed. And I'm going to leave the papers down here for Navina to peruse through if she wishes, but there really isn't much more there. Okay. For the first time in four days, I don't have a drink. holy shit make the most of it this is going to be the most clarity you've had (laughs) since you started playing sanity check is she going to start having withdrawal symptoms has she actually become a full blown alky in four days (laughs) (laughs) that's a serious drink we don't know what her drinking's been like before joining us to be fair don't be silly alcoholics go to meetings she doesn't trust being around anybody even an anonymous group (laughs) (laughs) but uh but no no she's uh she's having uh a quiet night of clarity (laughs) inner peace I wouldn't necessarily say peace, just just un 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 uh, diluted torment. Undiluted torment. Okay. I should make a band. You. Um, all make your way to your room after eating dinner. Dr. Barrow has made a quite nice uh, stew with fresh bread that he's had uh, proving whilst you were having this exciting discussion about everyone thinks they know what's happening. And then you all make your way to bed. Sleepy time. The snow in July, sorry, June, continues to fall. The wind whirls around the house. Victor and Elwood, roll me your pal. No. Oh no. no. Bunk beds. Oof. Not bunk beds. Pow! I have a really bad pal. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> pow. I have no pal. <laughs> Everyone, roll a listen. Oh no. Oh no. Screaming in the night. What could possibly go wrong? Where's my. Where's. Where's. Listen, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I heard. Alexander hears. Naveen 
Naveen and Carissa and Victor are fast asleep. Elwood? Hello. Roll listen. Oh, I've got a roll as well. Oh. <laughs> Only I yeah. hear it. Uh, Alexander, you are woken up in the middle of the night by what sounds like a voice outside in the snow going... Ah, <laughs> ah Victor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look out the window. <laughs> you look out the window. Where's your bedroom again? Uh, yeah, oh God! This one. Yeah, roll me your spot hidden attic scream as you peer through the blizzard. Oh no! Oh. You can't really make anything out in the snow. The voice seems to be fading away somewhat. It's just the wind, surely. Just, just weird wind uh, whistling through the. Uh, is the window? The can I open the window? Yeah, you can open the window. I open the window. <laughs> uh, there are. And you sh- open the window. I shout out out the window. Who goes there? Can we hear that? Let's go say. Um, Does that wake the rest of us up? Everyone has to roll uh, listen again. Okay. Boom! Uh, Bolt upright in bed. (laughs) (laughs) I just got the image of Carissa, however, (laughs) is in a coma state. (laughs) I just got this image of Victor going from laying down to standing up. Like in in the hammer. Hammer. on the hammer, standing in the hammer, <laughs> standing in the hammer, like levitating. I, I, I'm so glad my critical failure was at the most completely pointless, trivial time. You don't know that. Oh yeah, yet. yeah. It could no be idea. that you hear too much. That's the problem. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, Naveen, did you wake up? You did, didn't you? I did. I assume you moved to the window when you hear Alexander screaming. I definitely did. You're there! Okay, Carissa is still in bed. These are amazing. These icons are amazing. They're adorable. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! Thanks for that. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god, I'm gonna pee! <laughs> Craig, Sorry, that's, Craig. That's exactly how I picked you. <laughs> I've been waiting all day for you. Was <laughs> oh, there a new icon? If you scroll to the bottom of the map, you can oh. see. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! Oh, Christ, Perfect. please, please, <laughs> stop. Also, that is the dirtiest, like, laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay, okay. Uh, Victor. Um, not Victor. Sorry, Craig. I'm not picking on you. It was just a silly gag. You can have a real icon. <laughs> Craig is going to murder me next time he's my GM. Oh, he is there. He's been so still, I thought he'd crashed for a second. He's just still going... there. The rage, <laughs> the rage under the surface. He's going to murder me. I'm going to have to send him like something really nice to his house now. 
just like the eye of the storm. Um, who goes there? Uh, as you look out of the window... It's bloody uh, chilly. Oh. You see something uh, lumbering towards your window, Alexander. Oh, God. Out of the snow. It's Sam. <laughs> what the fuck? I need to zoom in. The fuck is that? Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, who are? Who are? I, I, so I zoomed in just as you made that bigger, and now my entire <laughs> screen is just filled with its face. <laughs> it's a giant, shuffling, skeletal... Well, it's not even skeletal. Its skin is blue. Its hair is like ice. And it is dressed in the outfit Samantha was wearing inside her coffin. Oh, oh no. Oh, uh, Victor and Naveen and Alexander, you must all roll sanity. <laughs> well, I can't see it. There's a little thing. Look, there's a chimney in the way. <laughs> Save me, chimney. Save me. V- chimney Victor here. definitely can't see it. There's no windows there. That oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, How heaven. can I see it? There's yeah, Victor chimney. can't see it. That's fair enough. Wonderful. Fair enough. <laughs> Just Alex has to see it. Oh, and he failed. Well done. <laughs> I'll, I'll be alright, don't worry. Don't you worry. I'll Lose be... two sanity. See? Perfectly fine. Two sanity. Uh, Victor and Naveen, you're awake and you can hear Alexander screaming. Like, literally just screaming a high-pitched girly shriek. Can I have echoing control through the snow. Can I have control over my token, please? Oh, how do I do that? Uh, if you right-click it, go to options, then you can uh, assign it to a character. Oh, yes, I can. I didn't know I could do that. And then if you do do that, it means that we can then drag our character sheet onto the map, and it will make our token appear, so you don't have to manage the tokens. Uh, okay, hang on. Naveen Wushad. I can set things... I forgot I could set them up like that. Yeah. Witchcraft. <clears throat> black magic. Don't talk to me about black magic. You're going <laughs> to set me off. <laughs> Look what happened the last time. Well, apparently, your character is still going to be a party killer, so it's fine. Can I was going to say, you're back now. Can I play the zombie as well? You should be able to, yeah. Yeah, I'm not on. playing the zombie. The zombie oh. is mine. Oh. You, you can at least do the brain sound effect. Oh. There we go. Right, I'm going to say Victor. Move. Hang on, let me finish setting everyone else up. Okay. Uh, and now a party political broadcast from the zombie party. Okay, can everyone move their tokens? If you can't move your tokens, I've, I've done it wrong. I can move my tokens. Yeah. Token Ooh. movement can be made. I I can, and now I've got some coloured circles. I've got a what? What is ah? That's just HP and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm putting it won't mine go in away. Oh, there we go. I'm gonna jump in, run out the door. Okay, and um, before we go into initiative, we'll pause there as it's ten o'clock. No! Shoot the zombie! Nah, nah, nah. I knew you were gonna do this, Russet. There's a very specific reason why Samantha has got up. 
Is it oh, because yeah. we put her like we went put it into the basement and in the basement there was like a ritual set up that we thought oh that'll be a nice place to put the body. surrounded by candles yeah. and a dark <laughs> pentagram. It looked really nice. See, see that 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 joke I was making about the the maybe this is an, a, an ancient Indian burial ground and she'll come back from the dead. I, I was joking, Russet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I, I probably should update Craig's uh, token from Lumberjack. Man, but it's so good. Craig has not spoken since the Lumberjack. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's probably reliving the earlier conversation of no, no, we should cremate her before traveling. And Ash responding with no, 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 that's against her wishes. We should not be cremating her before we travel. <laughs> God, how See, I've gonna... just got Monty Python's Lumberjack song in my head now. How are we meant to? Has anyone thought about the fact how are we meant to cremate a body in the snow? Uh, like really accelerant fucking sam you fucked us royally (laughs) you've packed wood and stuff for this trip go as far north as you can it's like well we're we're in toronto that's far north enough reasonable (laughs) as reasonably possible (laughs) yeah and and dr barrow thought it made sense to fly as far north as possible i'm gonna kick dr barrow out the plane the first chance i get To this really safe complex that he set up for us. It is safe. I slept for two hours before Sam tried to kill me. (laughs) Sam has a habit of trying to kill people in the party. Sam, leave me alone. Even in death, you're trying to kill my characters. (laughs) Stop. Gotta applaud Sam. You know, thorough. Tenacious. Jesus. That's Dr. Really Barrow. Dr. Barrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. like the true nature of Dr. Barrow. 